0: When Snoop and them started talking about bitches and hoes and that, you know what I mean? It caused a little bit of a, whoa, why are you calling us that, bro? Like, relax, right? Right. No, 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 no. But now, listen to what they're saying now. Listen to the demeaning and crazy things that...
1: The objectification. They
0: are, like, tearing these girls apart.
1: Welcome to The Taste Buds, a podcast by creatives on that never-ending quest for tasty eats... Beats and peeps. I'm your host, Kiro One. Yo, this is episode five, which means we're officially halfway through the season. There's a season? What? There's a season, yeah. Season one, 10 episodes. Can't wait to binge listen. (laughs) There you go. So today's topic is hip hop. And, um, The best way that I can describe hip-hop's influence on me is basically I wouldn't be the same person I am without it. My career, uh, the homies that I've met, street knowledge I've gained, like the geography of New York, um, and of course where I go to kick it. Yes, you can. (laughs) Yes, you can, there you go. Shout out to Tribe. Speaking of which, um, Alex, you got the pick of the episode. So like, are there any spots that you, you know, you like to go for your hip-hop fix?
2: Yes, I do. Well, since the theme is hip hop, you don't stop, my food pick has to be a scala.
1: Oh anybody been? k Town OG
3: yes. Chino yes. yes,
2: sir. Shout out to the owner OG Chino super nice guy. little fun fact. he used to own a record store in south l a oh, and that's how he got into sure. the music biz and okay. then from there he became a tour manager for the executioners. turntable this crew. He yeah, have like oh. ten years of some shit and then gotcha. he opened up the restaurant Feel it. born in Korea, raised in Colombia and l a so, you you could really like taste and feel his eclectic upbringing through the menu. Yeah. Uh, my top picks to eat there has to be the chicken wings, pork, tamale, and banana leaves.
1: Mm, yeah, that was good.
2: Uh, and if you want to splurge, you got to get the filet mignon
1: bomb. So, one thing that I noticed about that spot is they always do hip hop events there.
2: Yeah, actually seeing the beat junkie spin there, uh, like OG rap rappers like uh, Razcast and yeah. Will I Am dining there. So, it's definitely mm-hmm. a, a hub for like all the hip hop OGs. Super dope. Uh, If you happen to see OG Chino, he looks just like the logo on the menu. Uh, Tell him that Taste Bud sent you for a 0% discount. (laughs) And a very, very confused look like, what?
0: Who and what? (laughs) That's funny.
1: Speaking of food, it's only right that my hip hop song pick for the episode involves food. For me, like... It was always exciting to hear that because it seldom happens in hip hop. Right. The only other person that I heard do that was Organized Confusion. They had a song Ooh. about food. But um, so much. my song pick this episode is by Dead Prez. And the song is called Be Healthy. Eight glasses of water a day. It's all love. It's all love. And I'm not like vegan or anything, but you know, just the fact that he talked about eating healthy, I think is so dope.
4: I think this is track
2: yeah. number nine on Let's Get Free. Oh, yeah. real shout fan over, over the here. Okay, thing. shout out to Supreme Drop today.
1: No dairy, no sweets, only ripe vegetables, fresh fruit and whole wheat. I'm from the old school. My household smell like soul food, bruh. Curry full of barbecue tofu, no fist though no, no candy bars, no cigarettes, only ganja, fresh you, wheat You know, it's, it's
4: crazy. Uh I, I got to meet M1 uh, from Dead Press. Oh Ooh. shit. Uh, it, it, it's crazy. He's totally on a different tip. I, I was trying not to fanboy out and like, you know, I was I was talking to him about his, you know, past work and all that, but he immediately changed the subject and he's trying to tell me about his uh, woman's skincare line. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh my gosh, what is it? Yo, I I actually have to look this up, but like I'm just sitting here for about twenty minutes just just nodding my head I know nothing about lotion <laughs> right but are you sure it, about it, that it, this guy this guy <laughs> I walk into that I yeah, walk into I that saying I mean, I had yeah 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 but They're like, he's, looking, like you know? he's like he's like oh uh, yeah yeah I got this combination of shea butter and like all these other chemicals <laughs> and like mm-hmm. it's all natural though <laughs> but you know the crazy thing is he ended up with this he's like it's bigger than hip hop <laughs> oh <laughs> mic drop my <laughs> mouth dropped. I was like, oh. <laughs>
1: Classic. all right so that's my song pick of the month today julie's actually stepping out um but we have a special guest to join us today it's a friend of the crew Yay. and give it up y'all for whitney hey.
0: Yo. hey hello 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 what's going on taste buds what's popping hey. taste buds
1: yeah so um could you introduce yourself and uh, just a little bit about you know your background and what you do now
0: well thanks for having me this is dope um at Miss Tabor on the gram. I'm so into the Instagram.
2: Slender DMs. How do you spell it?
0: M-S-T-A-B-E-R. There it is. Um, but yeah, a little bit about me. Um, I work in the music industry. Um, I got my start probably about 11 to 12 years ago uh, when I moved from Seattle, Washington, to Los Angeles. I took a position working for Rihanna's creative director. Uh-huh. So within my 10 years I actually stopped at a studio called the Record Plant and um I had no idea what I was walking into but I'm like whoa it feels really good in here it feels like I feel like I fit in mm-hmm. and this is like a fun place and I should yeah, I left re- legendary place. Yeah, I left yeah, yeah, we'll I left talk. um left my job and was just like yo I want to try to get a job here and the the person who referred me instantly said you're not going to get hired because you're too much your personality Ooh. like and i was like okay bitch yeah <laughs> finger snap i was like all right see you next tuesday like relaxed but um got hired on the spot literally and never left so i just made sure that the vibes were cool in the studio that's literally what i got paid to do for about 7 years and Record Plant actually has been around for about 50 years. And um, we had the Sausalito location. So albums, Purple Rain was done there, uh, mm. Dreams. Hotel California was actually written about Record Plant. It's mm. not about the hotel. Interesting. Uh, it's about going into the studio and you could never leave. Uh, Eminem. Ja Rule the Fong song was created there um <laughs> you know <laughs> shout a, out Cisco yeah a millie a was done at record plant new like LA like this LA location is also as iconic so this Los Angeles location that I'm the vice president of uh-huh. is actually the longest record plant ever like standing you know oh, what I mean shoot. so so our hits you know the Beastie Boys I mean if you Kanye you know, West
2: left the record plant and gone to that crazy accident right
0: Kanye West actually got into his car accident leaving Record Plant while he was working with Pharrell, um, and then he returned when he started, you know healed and had his jaw wired uh, shut. Yeah, uh, he actually recorded through the wire in SSL oh, one. He did it there. So okay. um, a lot, all the good Kanye everybody talks about. The uh, old thank- Kanye we missed. Yeah, the thankfully was uh, done at Record Plant. Uh, that <laughs> same exact room, uh, Old Town Road. Billy Ray just did his verse for that. Um, I think one of our fellow co-hosts was. Uh, gushing about how much he loves Ariana Grande. We're not going to say names. You guys can just guess <laughs> which one of our taste buds <laughs> loves Ariana Grande. Nandesca. <laughs>
1: Tasted. Nandesca. But, <Nandeska>. uh,
0: <laughs> but um, she did uh, Thank You Next and also Seven Rings there, which is like...
1: What would you say your favorite uh, hip-hop record that was cut there would be to this date?
0: Ooh, oh, my gosh. Um, Stan by Eminem. Mm. Oh, um, Just because record. like that song is... I feel like anybody can listen to that song and be like whoa like it it makes your heart do a little something different and to be able to use words to affect people like that uh, is a real like you are a gifted person to be able to make people from different colors and religions and regions, and just make them all feel the yeah. same by just listening to something. To me, is kind of cool. So amazing
1: writer. I, yeah.
0: yeah, I think that that was cool. That um, Grammy
2: performance was crazy too because he did that with Elton John. Yeah. Oh, and, you know, Elton he was John. Fashion, like gay Gosh. people, but that that collaborative effort was like whoa, super monumental.
4: I it's mean, even a term now, like Stan, you know,
1: like, that's true. I stand. Oh, oh, my gosh. Gosh.
4: oh my gosh. Is that it's where it came from? Yeah, that's yeah, where it came yeah. from.
1: Yeah. Oh like
0: <laughs> the <laughs> People, that's kind of Facts. creepy. I don't like it now. I thought yeah. it was just like, Hey, I think you're So high. for those
1: that don't know, like when Do you're not fanning stand me, yeah. When you're fanning like somebody, you then you say Stan.
0: I so like, I stand Beyonce. I stand for, like, is it a verb? I'm confused. It is.
4: Yeah. It's a verb. Exactly. It is. Yeah. Yeah. You're stanning stand. somebody.
0: Yeah. 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 Stan. So yeah, this was at, recorded in SSL four at record plant.
1: So you've, you know, been around so many artists and uh, different types of personalities and just segueing it back to hip hop like hip hop has always started as an authentic art form, a culture, and as it started to evolve there was a lot of um backlash on artists in terms of them keeping it real quote unquote. So having seen so many artists, would you say percentage-wise, like, most of them are who they say they are on record? Or do you feel like there's a lot of front involved? And, I mean, of course, business is business, too. People know what sells, and so they have to sometimes put on a persona. And for someone being on the backside of things, how would you say that correlates?
0: Um, gosh. Yeah, I think the older, so we're going to talk about hip-hop, like, actual hip-hop heads, like, they're really what they're saying they are. Like, Jay Z, you can tell that they're authentic because of the way that their stories are. They sound legit, like they sound real.
1: Right. So the
4: shit you talking is is real, and I feel like a lot of the, the cats who maybe emulate you or the the, the the pictures that you present force that shit. Absolutely, and it, feels it ain't forced. happening. What
3: about this guy? Oh. Him? Him what? What about me? You yeah. back from shooting, killing people?
1: What you think about that? No, that's alright. That's cool. That's what people want to hear. They want to buy it.
2: They want to hear it. They buy it. (laughs) Like, truthfully, it's whack. Like, I'm feeling that way too. Like, I
3: don't be wanting to do that. But I seen, it seems like sometimes that's all niggas want to hear. You get fed up. Like, you got to take the long route. Like, that shit's aggravating. Why would
4: you write a rhyme that you don't want to write? Nah, that's what I'm saying. I'm still trying to find myself to this day, ghouls. Why that you? shit ain't hard, Be to fuck you! I know, but I'm saying, like, to where to put it out to the people,
3: man, that shit's aggravated.
1: Man, be you, man.
3: Cause them niggas, you, like, you I... Yo, you see how rappers are now? Yeah, turn the camera with me. See what the, see what the public, see what y'all did to the rappers? They scared to be they self. It, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, niggas don't think that people gonna accept them as they self.
0: But then, as far as the new generation. And I'm trying really hard not to become one of the old chicks who hates on the new shit. Cause I like some of this, like, you know, hit the woe and whatever. Dot (laughs) coms. Like I'm into that shit too. But, um, I think a lot of them are fucking bullshitting. Mm. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't, I'm not going to believe little pump is a gang member. I'm not going to, like, you know what I'm saying? You didn't, Everybody has their struggles and their strifes. I get it. But like, as far as really like, look at six, nine, for example.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, y'all I mean, he's claiming yeah. New York bloods and everything, and like, right?
0: That's the thing too, is a listen, I'm, we're going to give the tea. Like, a lot of rap and music it's just like the mob back mm-hmm. in the day like it's literally just like the mob like so if you see a rapper who's rapping about a blood or a crip or whatever they're literally paying somebody to be able to like say that so they're protected yeah. like it's a real mm-hmm. thing it's, and it still is very relevant now to this day like literally like known drug deals would be like pull up on an artist and be like hey you you was wearing a lot of this or that like a lot of that and claiming this and claiming that now you got to pay up yeah you have to pay for protection right it's real it's still it's very i just had like a couple crazy conversations wait is
1: suge Knight still in jail he is nwa was like one of my favorite rap groups when i was younger and their success in gangster rap pretty much created all these fake gangsters and people trying to copy the the formula and because of that, there has been some criticism on, like, yo, are you guys really living the life that you guys are putting out there? And with that being said, like, do you guys think that the reason why some of these artists are portraying this sort of gangster kind of image if they're not living it is because it sells?
2: And blow one of you crazy motherfuckers away. I'm in a bank, and it's a little bit
4: funny. Taking all your stupid motherfuckers' money. Peeping out a bitch because my dick's on hard at the dumbass security guard who's tied up for the moment not
0: saying a word I should've knew it before the motherfucker's a nerd but back to the bitches
4: I'm peeping and then I'm tied to hold so I can start creeping took her to the back room about to jack go trail the bitch with a gun in her back I said lay down uh romanticism hmm. you know like uh gang back then the 80s and the 70s maybe the early 90s was necessary was, was necessary. Hmm. Because, you know, there wasn't protection from the police. There wasn't, like, government or societal... Right. Like, protection's in place, you know? So, like, for communities... um, It was necessary. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. they they need to protect themselves. But, like, with any group that that polices themselves, you know, like, with power, power corrupts. And a lot of times it turns ugly. Yeah. But at the same time, um, with hip-hop especially, juxtaposed with social uh necessities and people acting the way they did is a part of history you know not just like music and just entertainment
1: and there are still kids these days that are rapping it and they're also living it like you got cats like um bobby schmurda um who's gonna be released pretty soon he ain't no snitch yeah you got like
0: snitching don't do no dumb shit, y'all. I'm snitching.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's see, that's the thing, though, Check, is like yeah. these these artists are putting it out there on record, and they're actually getting caught up because of how authentic they're being. So that's the irony of it as well. Like, I mean, some you got to the- remember, yeah. there there
3: was an era, though, like where it that that was rap. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, gangster rap was yeah. an era.
1: Absolutely, there was Absolutely. A,
3: a shift, both you know, both from political climate and this and that, where I don't know how at some point I guess, you know, yeah, like you like you were saying there was some romanticism that kind of just
0: I mean all of but, us stewed yeah. together, you know. I mean the ro- I feel you guys on the romanticism. You feel me? Like The Godfather, all of these movies are dope. Everybody wanted to be yeah. Tony Montana. So yeah. it's just like, yeah, we're going to talk about it, but then when somebody checks you and says, "Motherfucker, you ain't saying. You are not doing what you're talking about." Then they have mm-hmm. to show it. Right. Oh, uh, what? And then it, it it becomes a thing. I feel like that's kind of how music or hip-hop turned into the real gangster stuff. Like, I'm from the West Coast, yo. Like, if you ask me Biggie or Tupac, I'm going to be like, uh, don't say anything crazy to me. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so? Like, real talk. Yeah. But look at Tupac. He's a perfect example. He went to a performing arts school in Baltimore. Oh, yeah. He was a poet. He was a this, he was a that. His mom was, you know, political. So it's just like for him to do that and be so educated so well educated and then
2: studio gangster
0: like could we argue like was tupac a culture vulture
3: mm. boom or like it was tupac a child of privilege that's you know what, what I'm mean? saying. Like, was he an like, actor
4: was he really? He was an actor
0: th- th- of this or that, and then all of a sudden you're going to pretend that you're a gangster, right? And everybody now is like,
4: so that's a metaphysical argument now oh, because yeah. it's like, what, like, is it the chicken before the egg? Oh yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, did it really matter if his origins were authentic or not? And the things that he brought out, you know, it's a value that he really brought to the world. But
2: isn't Drake doing the same thing though? Now we got mob ties, you know, and it's still, yeah. still the dude, Jimmy
1: on the wheelchair. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, also you, you think about um, artists like Rich Chiga, formerly Rich Chiga, now, or Rich Brian. Yeah. yeah, just Rich Brian. So Bryan. His, yeah. whole career, <laughs> his whole career, his whole career pretty much started from a parody, right? His whole video was him with the fanny pack, but basically toting Pink guns yeah. and just talking like crazy, hard gangster shit, you know, and his whole career started from there And I mean, we all know it's a parody now, but it's kind of interesting how that was used in a way where, um, again, like you said, it was romanticized and it's something that is definitely marketable and it sells. People want to like, people want to hear it.
3: Also, that joint blew up because that was a good, well pulled off yeah. marketing stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Eighty eight got a bunch of known rappers. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and to to be you like hyper specific, Killa, like yeah, to be hyper specific, yeah. you had a bunch of black rappers
1: that were like brought on.
3: You know what it is? It was his voice. That voice yeah. coming yeah. out of that body. Yeah. They're like, what the
1: fuck? Exactly. Whether you like the content or not, it was a good the song yeah. in the yeah. sense the voice, the, the beat hit. Rich Chiga, uh,
4: and for that's how that's young, young he was too. He was fifteen. Rich Brian.
2: Well, because he got backlash for the word yeah. any, any And he went on
3: record saying, like, I yeah. was dumb beat, and stupid. Though, that's why I respect let's him. Listen this, no, let's yeah. listen
0: to this, though, because this beat. Oh, it was
3: hard.
4: You know what I'm saying? Like, I really thought he had, like, Asperger's. <laughs> you, mean, you mean Down syndrome? Down syndrome, you Bob, yeah. yeah I'm High
0: functioning was, Down syndrome, Asperger's
1: syndrome. That was part of the allure of the whole thing, too. That's you know? what it was. The way like, he looked. I'm like, and then he the looks the sound, like he didn't can't match. even form two, two words. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm done. Like, if I close my eyes, he could be part of the ASAP mob with this song. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. 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 And what I mean was like, yeah. he ASAP Bob. proved, you know. And this is gonna go kind of into wow. I that just is got great. that. that was, yeah, like, well, I was gonna say like melding some of what we talked about, like like old guard versus new guard, right? Like from a hip hop and like a production and like a like the idea of like artist as spectacle that like the rich Brian equation was really that like he knew what to put together that would sound well. Right? right. And I think part of why you could do that is cause like trap and mumble rap had come out and that bar got lowered a little bit, right. and not to say that that song was whack. I love that track. That yeah. track goes, yeah. But it was like he was like, "Oh wait, like you had a lot of things working against you, and you broke through that being Asian, being foreign. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And obviously with some good marketing behind you too. But like, it was like, oh, now we're we're in the era where you can you can like math equation together eighty <laughs> percent of what's out there, and you could get it to pop."
1: But that's the cool thing, though, is that right now, because of the internet, social media and everything going on, that um, we have this more transparent side from artists. Artists can be more authentic and connect with people directly. And now with all the transparency of artist content and social media, it's a lot harder to fake if you're being authentic with their music. In the past, like you had to do a good amount of front-in to sell records, You know, and I feel like now- Wait, what? Like, give us an example of someone who's done this. Taking it back a little bit here. I'm gonna date myself. Mm. But Vanilla Ice, probably Mm. one of the most successful white rappers that ever- Go ninja, go ninja, go. Yeah, came out on the scene. And I remember his whole career ended right when a magazine started exposing his background, where he's from, and juxtaposing that against his music videos where he's like talking about some hard stuff. And that pretty much single-handedly ended his career. That was it. Yeah. Right, right. And eventually, we shifted into the bling-bling jiggy era. That's when all these rappers started renting fake jewelry, you know, the cars, the mansions, and... The, the yachts for the music videos and basically faking the lifestyle of success. And I remember rappers in the 90s would try to call them out as much as possible. There was one song called The Business by De La In Common.
4: Okay, so, well, I mean, I don't
3: know. Like, you're from Seattle. Yes. Macklemore. Okay. So I feel like Yikes. this is this is kind of an interesting one because obviously he wasn't trying to flex like he was a G or anything. I mean, he was a guy who was trying to have fun with it. And I don't know if that, like it caught on for a second, but it had like, it wasn't, enough to keep them around. Yeah. Whereas like, I do feel like there's definitely some, some of these other goon ass kids that are like somehow still around. And I'm like, I don't know what you do, but your following did not diminish. It's only grown over the years. I still don't know any of your music, but y'all are doing what you're doing.
1: That goes back to the point that we were originally talking about how back in the day, you said there was a whole era of gangster rap, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So aside from that, what did you have? You had the native tongues, tribe called quest, de la soul. And those artists were actually creating their own path in a landscape that was primarily gangster rap when it came to hip hop and everybody wanted to buy gangster oriented stuff. Even I did. I know me and a lot of my friends, but then the native tongues came out. De La Soul, they had flowers. They're like hippies. It's like, what is this? Like, yeah, what is this like thing that's going on? But it was dope. And what's interesting is in that era you pretty much only had like those two sides of hip hop but now you have like so many so different many. lanes it's, it's like crazy. emo rap yeah. and like all this like trap and Creepy. hardcore yeah, yeah there's oh. so many different lanes and like i think it's cool. really there's interesting cool
0: there's fashiony kids like yeah. yeah i think
3: part of that has to do with the fact that like hip hop is just I mean, it is the dominant genre it right now, right? Is. I mean, because yeah. you got to remember, it was like we, we touched we touched on this a passing little bit fad, where it was like right. there, it was supposed to be a passing fad. That was like the, you know, the old white guy, like in the, in the ivory tower of, of the label, you know, boardroom version was like, oh, this will pass. It's disco, like, yeah. you know, but we still here, like, yeah. you know. Now and, we have
1: these different aspects, like we talked about the SoundCloud, the YouTube. Now the new thing that I think is really cool for America, at least, is these hip-hop competitions. Mm. Korea's been doing it. China's been doing it. Japan's been doing it. Asia's been killing it on these hip-hop competitions to the point where stars are being born off of these competitions. Now, we finally have America coming out with a hip-hop competition. And so I think it's going to be interesting to see sort of how this affects you know, hip hop as a whole. Well the rhythm and flow. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. that
0: was recorded at Record Plant. Yes. <laughs> we noticed that. Oh, we noticed that. So all of the uh, studio scenes were done. So we I was waiting for a really long time to see. But um I think they're dope. Yeah. I mean I really do. I mean nobody cares. Like I mean how many dance shows are there? How many of American Idol they just want people to sing old weird songs. Like nobody gives a shit. Like yeah. there's not gonna be another Whitney Houston. There's not going to be another, you know crazy big singer, so mm-hmm. like let's stop with these because no one listens to that shit, yeah, they're listening to rap and hip hop, so let's do that yes, so yes. so I think that it's dope and i and I think that there should be more I'm excited so, yeah, I'm excited and I mean honestly, like the d smoke thing I'm like, yo, like just look how dope this artist is he's he speaks Spanish, yeah, taught himself Spanish in a year and now he's a teacher, and then the things that he's saying and just like actually like putting things together and melodies and like thinking about stuff. It's, it's, it's a vibe. And I think that's more so what we really need a little bit more of just because, I can go ta- my, I could go tattoo my face right now, tomorrow, <laughs> and have Dust, Dusty pull up to the studio, double and have Alex write some shit for me, and I'll be the next ah. Cardi B, like right, right now. I got and, I'm, and anybody can do that. Yeah. Catch me outside, you know all of these oh, things. Man.
3: We need to talk. We need to, we need to talk about Bad Baby for a second. too. <laughs> Henny C. Henny C. That's my yeah,
0: name. Yeah, fuck Cardi B. Oh, Hennessy. uh, Anything is possible. Okay. But we just need it. Like, every genre needs an sync. Every genre needs a Britney Spears. Every genre. So, guess what? You might love Ariana. You might not. She is necessary. She is their Mariah Carey. But when we had Mariah Carey, we also had Busta Rhymes and Tupac. You know what I'm saying? So, that could be J. Cole and... I don't know the rap, you know you know whoever else right, so right.
1: exactly um
0: you know it, it, we need it all, it's just like the sun and the moon they need each other, like we need all of the dumb Macklemore's and the this and the that to make <laughs> you know to make the y b and cordes better, right, you know what I'm saying, so um that's kind of where I'm. Yeah. Where I am with the kids in there. That's very
3: insightful. Shout out to Corday, though. like one at, out, of, out of the new school. I stand. Yeah, I stand funny. him. Oh. Now it's okay. I stand <laughs> sh-
0: no, How old is he? I'm just kidding. Yo, oh, he's, he's,
3: oh. Is he 18 is he years? Over 18? No, I, I don't, just, don't even know. I'm not it's stand like that, him until, like, I can only you know. stand
0: him until he's Whitney, 18. Whitney he wants Corday to say no. sweet nothings
2: in her ear with that I list. Know, oh, yeah. No, no, no.
0: I know. That list is so <laughs> cute. And I just need him to be. Before I stand, I'm got not you, a creeper. You.
3: Nah,
4: I, yeah. think, I think you're good. I think you. I'm good, not good.
0: Arctelian out here. I just Woo! need to.
4: Who do you guys all stand? Yeah, yeah. who's standing? Yeah. Who? who? Like,
1: mm. who? Who's your stand? Like, let's go around. Or if you don't have a rap stand, what about your favorite rap line? Oh, there you go. Alex? Oh, snap! I know Damn, you got, I got a for bunch. Um,
2: he's Oh, he's yeah. a new school rapper. I would say this guy named Wax. But he okay. lives out in L.A. Met him through Dumbfounded. He has a line. You're going to love this for all the baristas out there. Let's go. I'm just like a bean in a coffee machine. I'm grinding for now till I meet up with the cream.
1: Oh, Ooh, okay. Bars. I like that. That's dope. Wow. Yeah. Super oh. That's dope. Uh, let's see. I'm going to take it back to the uh, Kanye line uh killing y'all on that lyrical shit. Fuck. Mayonnaise color bends. I okay. push miracle waves. <laughs> <whips>. Why?
4: Why? <laughs> <laughs> that was mine. mine. That was your that mine. Was, mine. Yo, that was yours. We, we seen I might die, be bro. a little touchy, uh, but
2: remember Binary Star? Yeah. One below? Yep. He says, He's you ain't never heard an MC speak like this. And Rodney King ain't never felt the beat like this. Oh, Ooh. no. Too soon, too,
0: too soon, baby. Yes. Too Wars. soon. Damn. Damn. That's just hard. Well, I mean, mine is a lot shorter than y'all's, but I feel like it just really gets to the point it speaks to my soul. Yeah. Mine is... <laughs> Ladies is pimps too.
2: Hey, oh yeah, uh, Jay Z, brush the shoulders. Yeah. I guess I'm
0: just saying, I'm very much into. I also have my own nonprofit, Girls Make Beats, where we teach little girls how to engineer, produce, and do. Hey, shout out to Yay. Tiffany, yeah, yeah, Tiffany, my my partner. So I'm the Los Angeles chapter leader. Yay. So we're a mentorship program, but also a music education program where uh, girls eight to seventeen can learn the skills that they need to not have to ask anybody permission to to create music. I love that. That's so
2: dope. And this Um, is why I have faith in the DIY movement and like the the culture now because of stuff like that. Yeah. Where you're pushing that.
0: You know, it's just just crazy to me that in 62 years of the Grammys, there's not ever been a female to win producer of the year in a non-classical form. And it's just annoying to me and crazy to me. And, And it just, I'm a very commonsensical person common sense school. I don't know if that's a real word. I just made it up. Shout out to you, girl. (laughs) Myself. (laughs) Can you shout yourself out? Anyway. um, squad. It it was crazy to me because how I got started with Girls Make Beats is I was at the studio. Tiffany started this program eight years ago in Miami and they came to tour the dopest studio in L.A. And thank God I run the dopest studio in L.A. And when I I gave them a tour, and i it's kind of like the similar what I told you guys, you know, Britney Spears did this record here, and Alicia Keys did Girl on Fire, and Kanye, and, sure. you know, all of these people, right? And I said, cool, that's the end of the tour. And Tiffany said, nah, we, we got to take them to your office. Mm. For me, it's just a room. It is what it is. I didn't graduate from college. I didn't do this. I didn't do all that. I don't have any of those skills that I feel like a person should have, right? So I was like, "Nah, my office isn't cool. They don't need to know. There's nothing cool that's happened there." She said, "Just trust me." And I'm like, oh, my God, girl, you're annoying. Like this is stupid. They're not <laughs> you're gonna annoying. like this is they, like you know what I mean. I know oh, kids. Yeah, they're yeah, not gonna yeah, think yeah. it's cool. Justin Bieber has not been up here. Young yeah, Thug did right, not do this. Right. Sure he you know wasn't. all of these, <laughs> all these things, right? Scooter. So I've I, I said, cool. Bring them upstairs, and to see these." little humans, right? Like yeah. just be so excited and be like this is your office. Can I sit in your chair? Can I take a picture? Like oh my gosh. Like That's it dope. was it, it kind of like it like knocked me back. Like it really like hit me cuz I was just like wait a minute. I'm just trying to pay my rent every month. Yeah. I'm just trying to be a good person every day and I just want the rest of the world to feel better. That's literally what I do every single day. And to have these girls be so affected by me just being me yeah. was like i got to i got to do this to more kids but if you just look like the content that these kids are ingesting whether their ears and their eyes um is so oversaturated with like sexual content and the imagery is just like almost too violent and crazy to me that it's like how can we create better humans to take care of the world when we're old as fuck because it's getting, we're getting close like how are we gonna make sure that the planet stays around and things yeah. like that so let's put put them in positions earlier and give them the tools but um yeah man i think uh, girls make beats is probably the coolest thing i've done in my life
1: it's very necessary right like, now. like yeah. i mean just
0: yeah. these kids would say things in the interview that would make you like Like, honestly, and I mean, like Like I said, what are
1: some of the things they say? Yeah,
0: like we ask them questions. So we ask them, you know, who your favorite artist is? What do you want your DJ name to be? Blah, blah, blah. blah. Um, The one question that literally I have to like stop from crying every time I ask a 12 year old, a seven year old, an 18 year old, like whatever it is, is why do you think there's not many girls who do this job? and mm. it wasn't because and
1: what job is that to be clear
0: to just to be clear so to be a audio engineer a pr- music producer and DJ. a DJ yeah. we asked them all why do you think uh, many girls don't do the job and i thought i was going to hear boys are scary and they try to hire me and and it's just too creepy like i thought i was going to hear a lot of that and the thing that made me really take offense every time i hear it is the world, that is the word that I heard the most. Like, that's the common denominator. I'm like, yo, oh, the world doesn't give girls opportunities. The world doesn't Fuck. think girls are smart enough. Damn. The world doesn't like girls, so they give it to boys. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, the world that they're speaking of is the world that we all are yeah. now curating for them so if a little girl who lives in los angeles california which is the culture creation station we run the world when it comes to culture and fashion and movies and film and television hollywood all of it music it's all done here so for little girls who have everything at their fingertips to feel that way in this day and age 2019 Mm. in this city we're fucked like you know what I'm saying yeah, Like, like where,
1: where do you think they're getting dang. that from You know where do you think they're getting their impression from
0: From the visuals that they see From mm. the music that they listen to. to yeah. Like if you really think about it If you think about like We're going back to hip hop Hip hop right Yeah when Snoop and them started talking about bitches and hoes and that, you know what I mean? It caused a little bit of a, whoa, why are you calling us that bro? Like relax. Right. Right. No, 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 no. But now listen to what they're saying. Now, listen to the demeaning and crazy things
4: that the objectification. they are like
0: tearing these girls apart. So they think, you know, they just needed to bust it open for a bag or this or that. Like, there's there's not like a dear mama with a fuck you bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like I felt like we had a little bit more of a balance to where for me, <laughs> I can listen to some Little John and East Boys, but then I can also turn the channel and there's Brian McKnight who's like, I love you, I can't breathe without yeah, right, you. Right, right. They don't have the I love you and can't breathe without <coughs> you because that their guy is a Jaques or a Trey songs. Yeah, and yeah. all they're talking about is some crazy nasty yeah. shit. So it's
3: just yeah, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the mainstream
1: R and B now is not necessarily the the well. First of all, I mean, rest in peace to the ballad. I mean, like, yo,
2: it's gone. It's Mm -hmm. gone. But isn't there like a thin line now between R and B and hip hop? R and B singers are trying to be so hip hop.
1: True, there's a blurred line. Oh,
0: I think that's what I'm saying. Though that was the
1: interesting thing back in the day when we were hip hop fans. If we heard people singing on a record and it was like sounded good or on a hip hop record and it sounded good. Because if you guys remember Wu Tang and all these people that were singing on those records, they're all out of key, out of tune. Because yeah, those yeah, beats yeah. had like a melody to right, it. Right, right. First yeah. of all, that so right. that was cool. But then if it was like some real R and B over hip hop, Faith Evans, Mary J. The, the hip hop nice, community yeah. would clown on that shit. They yeah. would just call it soft. And really now, if <laughs> like, you jaw rule, jaw rule, jaw Talk shit about jaw rule in front of me. That
4: is murder. Yo, jaw rule. Does not, not my childhood. Enough, he does exactly. not get enough credit I agree yo Ja Rule I'm
0: sorry he, he has some good hits what right is it, Murder Inc. did Murder not Inc. exist before Ja Rule
1: but the fact is he might have mm. been one of the pioneers of this sort of like mixing R&B yeah. with hip hop yeah. sound yeah, I agree because now if you think about it like you said Alex like 80% of the pop rap out is like people singing you right, know right and uh, everybody is melodic pretty much it's yeah. hard to hear someone that's not doing that you know
4: I the RZA was saying that actually on Joe Rogan's podcast it was what like pretty much all, all the rappers out these days is, it, they had this melodic element but back then it was all just the boom bat
1: yeah yeah just straight bars yeah, yeah it yeah. was boom bat yeah, yeah. exactly and, and to Whitney's point like there is also a need for diversity in the topics and the substance that comes out you know like i remember jay electronica once talked about uh how back <laughs> you like that reference <laughs> yeah no
4: jay electronica we, we what happened to him
1: oh god yeah yeah, yeah. he was fucking a like, Rockefeller,
4: whatever yeah yeah like, uh, he
1: <laughs> yeah he let us he let a lot of us down but he did say something on one of his mixtapes talking about like the raekwon album talking about like the wu-tang stuff like all of that illustrated street you know illustrated that life but in a way where it was like poetic, you know, it was an art form. But now when people talk about it, it's it's in a different like sort of light. It's more direct. It's not as artistic as it used to be. Yeah. A lot of these cats is whack flat out. They got some cats flat out that get the mic. They just whack. I come from an era where the art of rhyming, like what you're saying. And, and even if you, okay, let's say you just wanna talk about drugs in your chain. Okay. Back when only Built for Cuban Links came out, Rayquan and Ghostface, the whole album is drugs, change, chicks, da-da. but it was also they also had substance in there too. It was you know it was like
4: a social commentary too, along with that. But the poetry of it—if you listen to Rayquan and Ghostface, it's like Fyodor Dostoevsky. You know what I'm saying? It's the, the poetry
1: of. It. And hopefully, maybe some of these like competition shows could bring that out because judging from the guy that won this rhythm and flow on netflix like that to me is like the substance that we need it's things like that at least to balance out what's going on you know
3: mm. do you think you can just be about the music and quote unquote keep it real no from a hip-hop perspective
0: hip-hop music visuals all of those things fashion everything right It's about content. Hmm. Content is what people want to buy. Because at the end of the day, we are all consumers. It doesn't matter what color we are. So just a song is not enough. A great album is not enough. It is a whole package. We want to see Cardi B when she's feeding her baby. Like you can't keep up with Mm. what people want because we are a very, this generation is now we want it now. We want it now. We want it now. So... You can't just be A dope ass lyricist Look at J. Cole I feel like J. Cole Should be way bigger Than he is Right But it's because He's not doing all of this He's not gonna do All of the Instagram videos And let people Into his life And you know Pepsi commercials And things like that He's not doing that shit Because he's being Authentic and true to himself So no, you can't, you can't, this mm. is a thing. And even with getting picked up with a label, I was just with a friend today and we had a kid who wants to be an artist. He needs a team now to done. He had a, he had great beats, great presence, everything. I'm like, okay, cool. And the number one question that the management team was asking well, how many followers do you have? Sure. What have you done? How many albums do you have already? How many songs do you have ready to go? It's not where, hey, let's link up and be a band. Let's let's let's, yeah. let's you know, you're gonna be the drummer, I'm gonna be the singer, you're gonna do this and that. Yeah. And then we're gonna build something. It's what the fuck have you built what already? Have you built? Yeah, what do you already yeah, have? Yeah. And cool. We don't really have to do shit because you're already popping.
4: So what about artists like Kendrick Lamar? I I mean, like, I I understand artists like that, like um, ASAP, Rocky. um, He's really sort of built into that that, uh, fashion tip. But, like, artists like Kendrick Lamar, they're not... He's not really pushing that kind of stuff. It's just all the r- lyricists. Yeah, is well, he anomaly? Is it And the Dr. J. Co sign
1: was huge?
0: Oh yeah. And because in this industry there were so many people that were fashion and other mm-hmm. things and Instagrammable, he was the one person that came with just that lyricism, but he also was really solid with it. Like, you know what I'm saying? He had a marketability. Like That's the thing is, like, there's all these underground cats who are probably shitting on Kendrick. Right. But you also have to, one, be able to play the game and be marketable. Marketability is what it is.
3: I didn't mean that as in, like, I don't think Kendrick's dope. Kendrick's fucking dope. We all know that. I think there's a a couple differences between him and, like, a J. Cole, because obviously kind of cut from the same cloth. Somebody in Kendrick's team was very calculatingly playing the marketing card. You got to you got to remember he oh, has a yeah. guest on a Taylor Swift track, like he has oh, a really? guest verse on a, on a Taylor track. Ooh, like, yeah. So it's like he's done a couple like random, voop, like when it's right, voop, like yeah. all right, like you know just to make sure. And it never really hurt his, his image, vapor. right? Like, like he, it he did it would so have well court. Court. But not yeah, a lot of people I knew I think yeah. like that Damn, that even yeah, that existed, you know? Like and and but also he's one of those guys that's now taking a little break. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and and, and rightly so. Like, it's just, he's not buying into the game. He's like, I'm going to do my shit. The
1: cool thing about hip hop in 2020 is that there are so many different lanes for people now. Kids that are very savvy with the internet. You've got like Lil Nas X who virtually sparked his whole like song popularity because of TikTok and just know, like he knows memes better than like a Drake would, you know? Yeah and then you have like odd future who independently just created this huge just oh my god like a movement mob just this huge movement and they have a crowd where they're doing festivals and they bring drake out and he gets booed tyler apologized for that though
4: tyler's the shit honestly like i i want the like I'll, I'll speak it like like that like first time i saw him um it, it, uh, Yonkers Yonkers, yeah, yeah, like Beetle, like, and yeah, he was young as fuck during that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was he made that beat too. He wasn't even like twenty. He was like nineteen or some shit like that. But like, I'm a fucking he... Triceratops. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Bruno Mars. Yeah, what was it? Bob B.? forgot. Fuck both of them. But <laughs> no, it's it's it was really refreshing, and um, he just he just sort of grew from that you know, from um, not really depending on what was popular at the time.
1: Yeah. And, you know, like, I think I read this quote. Um, it was on online on, like, Uproxx. And it basically said, hip-hop no longer needs cartoonishly exaggerated depictions of violence, which can be as detrimental to the culture and its entertainers to mm-hmm. be the sole criteria of authenticity. So now, you know, we're at a point where originality, innovation, all those things can be displayed just through these different channels and these different lanes now. So I think we're you know we're in a good place right now. We're getting
3: I mean and and like we were saying, eras have changed too. You know, I mean there was a time when all of us probably like dressed as we are kind of now with like skinny jeans and non-baggy yeah. shit would have been clowned on. Oh yeah had Jinko's had, at, who yeah. had them Jinkos. Yeah, I had Jinkos for sure. Like, front. Um like but like you know it's just that like the the cool now is totally just different you know yeah. what i mean what's or rather what's allowed to be cool right right you know what i mean like and that that's just across the board i mean you like being a nerd is cool now you could say i coded an app like you're not going to get your ass beaten thrown into a trash can yeah like, you know what i mean you're like people are gonna be like oh shit that's what's up like so i think know, like, at
1: the end of the day what we're saying is that the quote-unquote keep it real motto even back then and now been the same in terms of like what's driving like cool what's driving culture what's driving hip-hop but it's a different it's a different um expression of what that term is now right
3: i think what's crazy now is that the the average person has the means to influence right do you know what i'm saying like that's true when like when we were coming up whether it was making records um whether it was wanting to get into fashion you know whether it was wanting to just get your opinion out there like these were all things that were gate kept for you had to be
1: one in a million to be that dude that got signed to a label that had access to a huge studio sure. and to be able to put out a record. Cause at that time, if you didn't put out a vinyl record, yeah. you weren't taken seriously. Sure. You know, that was the era and,
3: and then it went to CDs and then, yeah. you know, and there was a little bit of a revolution there, sure. Like you could print your CDs at home and this and that, but you know, fast forward to the technology and the innovation and the access that's granted now. And literally in the time that we were doing this podcast, like I could have made a beat on my phone and uploaded it to every
1: streaming platform. Probably 3 of them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's just like it, it, yeah. and, and
3: like some some person could have caught wind of it who's an influencer and been like, "Oh, this is my shit. I'm going to put it on TikTok and I'm going to wake up to a bunch of messages tomorrow." Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like that is the era that we live in and it's like and, and you know, I mean, it's a, it's like a cheesy like with great power comes great responsibility, like some people use that well other people i think are fronting out there you know what yeah. i mean and, and whether they're paying people to make sure they don't get caught on that or you know um it, it really is untested waters right yeah and like that's- there's never been this kind of a time uh, whether you're a, a, just a member of the public or you're someone who's aspiring to be the next something
0: I personally feel like music, there is no algorithm. There's a little bit, there's a little bit of like a path, right? Like do those three things and you're a mainstream artist or you're a this. But as far as like us knowing what is going to be popping, like from experience, I speak from experience. That's all I know. And that's all I'm going to give. So when I got the phone call, hey, we need a studio for Billy Ray Cyrus. And the artist he was working with is Jazzy and i'm like jazzy and billy ray cyrus hmm this doesn't make sense i'm like okay but whatever that's when they did old town road remix Mm. at record plant and for weeks we were like billy Ray a trap country song right Mm. so for weeks for like a literally a month we're like ah, I want this to come out. Like, I want to hear it. Like what the hell? Yeah. What is it going to do good? Like what? This is the weirdest thing. Billy Ray Cyrus trap music. This is the stupidest thing. Why would anybody do that? Boom. it's the biggest song Just in the world. Took
1: over the world.
0: For this, our lifetime.
1: Yeah. That song. Yeah.
0: And again, also to my dad wanted me to be a country singer, literally 20 years ago Amazing. and if i would have just listened i would have been rich as shit yo and i'm like i want to sing hip-hop and my and i didn't do anything um but if i would have listened to my fucking dad he's like a black girl singing country music it's never been done and i'm like you're dumb and then i'm like oh my god yeah you, so now you don't right. have
2: horses in the back
1: Yeah. Right now, the future is unpredictable. You can't put a formula on anything. And, you know, you just got to do you. And at the end of the day, you can do you and find your lane here. Because in the past, it was a little different. You had to conform to this style of, when it comes to hip hop, at least, you had to conform to the gangster side. Or you had to conform to the Daisy Age um, native tongue side, you know. And then came the 2000s where it was like, now backpack rap is here. And now we have... Like mainstream rap that isn't gangster, it's now party club, mace, junior mafia, puffy, no for sure and that's yeah. when everything started to blossom and yeah, where we are at now i mean it's 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 because of the internet though, right? There's yeah. so many lanes now you
3: could find your own and to which base. point I mean like the the algorithm, I think if you're chasing that, you're doing this wrong, like first of all, like because you're just wasting your time, but like the internet has created a proving ground that didn't exist before. Whether it is corporations and labels that are not going to go and pluck stuff out of it, yeah. you know, just to be like, oh shoot, like like she was saying, you guys already have, you've built something, we're going to, you know, take that to the next level, right? If, if if you want to, um, back in the day, you could sell a C. I mean, way harder to reach people but you could sell a CD for maybe 10 bucks a pop. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you could hustle. I mean, you, every, like not everybody knows, but there's the masterpiece stories. There's, the, yeah. there, there's that Too short, there's that ro- romantic hip hop street hustler, like movie uh, idea type vibe of like, I sold shit out of my trunk yeah. and and made my first real stack of bags. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and now I'm going to control my own destiny because I have the means to do it in this day and age of streaming everything. Like how how do you feel about that? Like as someone who's come through all that and if you're like a new artist putting stuff out, do you feel it's harder even though you have so much more access? Yeah, no,
1: I mean, I think as a creator, it's so much easier because you have all the tools now. Mm -hmm. And I mean, literally, these artists are creating their own album covers as well. Mm. They're slapping together collages it kind of looked like it was just something slapped together and you know, whether Clip it was, art is cool. Yeah. Lo-fi is cool. Hey, even like, like okay. going back to, I think it was, uh, what was it? Three, six mafia. They had an album where it was like this poor Photoshop cut out right. in front of like a <laughs> rocket or something in outer space. And it's like, yo, that to me is super DIY, you know? And, um, I yeah, that. you can basically just go direct to consumer with whatever you create. And, uh, when it comes to, to hip-hop, I think the wave right now is DIY. To yeah. be honest, yeah. like, yeah, people do want to sign with a major label, but at the same time, like you said, Whitney, the label ain't really going to take you seriously unless you've already diy yeah, yourself. Yeah, you already have to have you've, a good following, yeah. have product, and then you got to, you know, avoid the 360 deal, all that bullshit. So Yeah, well, I mean... It's all
2: DIY. Right
0: I now. mean, think about it, too. Like, Chance has been at the studio a few different times. Um... And I feel like he's kind of like the king of DIY. So again, he now has the money to come to the studio sure. of our caliber, um, but I feel like you don't need to. Right, like honestly, I think the idea of having a backing or a label, somebody co-signing you. Um, just like any new artist, a new artist yeah. comes, they get a single like a Cardi B. Guess what? Cardi B was on every single Lizzo. Lizzo is hot every right single now. Radio station. Every single every push, song, yeah. everybody wants Remix. Make the stallion now on every feature. The baby,
2: oh, he's killing it. Right the baby,
0: the baby is like murdering everybody because yeah. everybody's like, oh, he's hot. We need French Montana to be hot again because he had his time. So who's the hot guy? Oh, the baby boom you know what i'm saying like and it's the same thing over and over and again but you don't know when or what is going to make you be that one guy or girl to make everybody want to give you money at the time yeah so uh, i think the diy shit you have to like you have to do it like absolutely literally i had an artist come in today to play some records for a friend of mine um, who manages a couple artists and they asked me my opinion and I sat there and I talked to the kid and I said I asked him the same things that the label was going to ask him you know do you have a following do you have this do you have that how much music do you already have created but then I said you have to want to be a star you have to go harder than anybody else on your team as soon as you get a manager and a publicist and all of that you still have to go the hardest and like for example sweetie this new generation of artists, they want, they want the fame. It's a clout thing. Right, that whole, yeah, the right. word I'll clout see. is a thing.
3: Yeah, Ooh, dirty sure. word. You know what Damn. I'm saying? So
0: like, I mean, I know my Kurt Cobain glasses that I was wearing, my my Girls Make Beats said, Miss Witt, can I wear your clout glasses? And I'm like, yo, no, just to get a snap oh, out
2: of
3: it, right? So
1: what the Ooh. fuck, fuck
3: are you talking about? No, right. no, I didn't say so
0: what the fuck I just said, wait, what? And she was like, your glasses, <laughs> your clout glasses. And I'm like, these are Kurt Cobain. You, you know need to back up, child. <laughs> with the vocal like, cry with the vocal cry. Like, <laughs> stena shades yeah. like what are you talking about yeah, yeah. so um yeah to to speak to what you're talking about like i do feel like it's pretty crazy
1: yeah but it's going to be interesting and uh, i'm really excited to see what the future holds and on that note yo thanks for joining us today Whitney
0: oh snap
1: thanks and, sister uh, from another DIY, mystery DIY DIY, DIY is here to stay, y'all. I don't know what you thought. But if you're Hobby an artist, lobby, what up? Yeah, don't wait for a major label to, to sign you because you know it's all about the yep. leverage. You don't need it. All you guys. don't need it.
0: Anyway, yeah, thanks for yeah. having me.
1: Thanks for joining us.
0: If you want to donate or register any girls that you know from the age of seven to seventeen, please visit www.girlsmakebeats.org and um aha. Mm.
1: Yes sir. Peace hey that was our episode hope you guys enjoyed it on our instagram you can follow us at the taste buds talk and feel free to dm us messages any questions you have directed towards someone in the crew or if you have topics you want us to discuss feel free to hit us and we'll check it out peace
4: Yeah, yeah, she she oh. she was actually like a part of a lot of like the early uh, hip hop hip hop albums.
1: Did she ever come <laughs> out with? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he was part that of that. Right right right. you, know? <laughs> you, know, you know about those, right? You know, early hip hop. Okay. Out. Okay. Does she have <laughs> any solo material out? She does. Okay. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm, I'm trying
4: really. not to talk anymore. Look
0: at this. These thoughts were brought to you by Trulia.